0: Um, I am making this group and trying to hopefully do some recordings because uh, I know a lot of you are now home or you're doing online classes and um, we are not able to go to campus as much as um, we were doing previously so I thought this would be a really nice way to keep people connected Um, if anyone wanted to um, continue their Jewish learning uh find some meaning in the circumstances that they have found themselves in this is why I started it so um we're going to do a few different things i'm going to today just talk briefly about some thoughts i had about the about this uh coronavirus situation and then on different uh recordings i wanted to do some sort of like reaction recordings because I figured you guys are probably all watching a lot of content um some of it's probably really good and uh it's easy to just get lost in all of that when you have not so many other things to do but if you see something that you thought was really interesting I would like you to send it my way and then if I get the chance I will listen to it or watch it or whatever it could be a song or a clip or if it's like a, a 10 series TV show, I might not have time to watch all of it, uh, but then I would like to see if there are any insights that we can get from it, because I believe you can really learn from everything and we can see how it links back to Judaism, Torah, or any way that we can um, gain wisdom and improve our lives. So to start off, What I want to tell you today I was thinking so yeah we're living in very very crazy times I've never been in a situation like this before Um, there's a lot of uncertainty and um, there's a lot of panic Uh, I'm not sure how much you guys are affected but definitely you hear in the media there's always um, another news report about the virus and um, on social media um, and it's very hard because there's a lot of um, uncertainty, things are not clear at all, and we just don't know what's going to happen. People have ideas. Um, but even so, like in our own lives, none of us know at this point um, what is in store for us. Please, God, everything will be good and no one will be bad, like badly harmed by the virus. And we have to keep praying and da- like, davening to Hashan. Um, but it is a unique challenge to be living in this sort of uncertainty. Um, I mean, I speak to a lot of students because I think um, that time of life is filled with is filled with a different type of uncertainty because you don't know uh, where you're going next year, where your life is going to take you, if you're going to get into the program that you applied for. Um, what career how your career is going to go like there's a lot there is a lot of uncertainty at that stage of life. Um, and so I tell students yeah it's it's hard uh, because you just don't know, but that's your job right now is to live with that uncertainty and to to learn how you can be okay with it to be okay in the moment because even with all that uncertainty, you need to have a deeper underlying faith in hashem that whatever happens, you are gonna be okay. Hashem has got your back. You don't know exactly where you're gonna end up, and that's okay. Of course, you've gotta do your best and you've gotta put some effort in and, you know, think, where do I want my life to be taking me? What path is right for me? And put in your effort, if that means studying for your exams, working hard, everything, you know? Um, but you don't know what the result's gonna be. And even on like a personal level, you don't know what relationships you're gonna have, who you're gonna end up marrying. You have no idea, but um you have to you have to um just build that underlying um connection and knowledge that it's okay because hashem it really really is here um he created the world. And he knows about you and he loves you. He loves you more than anyone else. And everything is going to be good. I'm not saying that everything's going to be easy. Of course, life is filled with challenges. But all of these challenges, if you can view them as not just random events, but they're actually um, things that have been sent to you to help you to grow. And You you begin to see every part of your life like that. So then even though you don't know what's in store for you, um, you have a greater sense of calm and you can have inner tranquility, inner happiness, no matter what. So that's what I try to tell students um, for that, because um, they're in that type, that stage of life. And I really think we could apply it here as well, uh, because we don't, know, we don't know what's gonna be with the coronavirus, please God, everything's gonna be okay. But we all have to develop and build on that, um, that faith. It's called emuna in Hebrew. Um, that Hashem is with us and and Hashem loves us and everything is part of this big plan and everything is for the good. So the word is emunah, that means um, it's translated as faith, but the root of it is the word amen um, or an uman, which is a skilled person. So it's it means like to be skilled in something. So it's not just to blindly believe and just say oh yeah everything's gonna be okay you just gotta believe no it's a skill it's a skill it's like a muscle you have to work on you have to work on building this amuna um and that's the only way that you can get it and how do you build it there's so many different ways um you can do it through learning and through through prayer through just talking to hashem um like literally you could just talk to him um maybe probably a good idea when you're by yourself or at least put some headphones in so it looks like you're talking to someone's phone um and just you know just start talking and have your stream of consciousness and that's how you start getting that relationship another way to do it to build a moon is to look at look at your life and to look back maybe at things that you went through that looked like they were so hard and they felt so hard at the time but you see um you try and find like the good that came from it and very often if you really try and look for it you will see it and you'll get this sense that Hashem was with you all along so um so yeah that's our mission right now um in these in these interesting times to try to learn from what's going on and um, in a different recording um please god I would like to share with you some of the lessons that I've been thinking of um so far and if you guys have anything that you would like to share then please do let me know um the one thing that I wanted to say today was that uh we just had the festival of Purim on Tuesday and I hope you guys celebrated also and had lots of fun we sure did here in Orlando Um, and I'm not going to go into the whole Megillah story right now but um the the Megillah story is this is the story of how um the Jewish people were in grave danger of being destroyed and through a series of um it looked like disconnected events, everything got turned around um and they were saved instead. And um if you look at the Megillah, if you actually read the Megillah, you will find that Hashem's name is not written in it once, not even once. Uh and this is completely different from all the other Holy texts that we have, where Hashem's name, Hashem has many names, and they all mean something different, and um, you learn you learn from them, and they're written you know many many times throughout the Jewish text, throughout Torah, but not in Megillat Esther, Hashem's name is not written. It's just basically a whole story about um, a sequence of events that took place over a number of years in Persia to do with the. Royal family, politics and intrigue, no mention of Hashem. So why, why is it like this? And why is this a story worth celebrating? And so the answer is that it's true that Hashem's name is not explicitly mentioned. But if you take the whole story in and you apply the Jewish lens to the story, you see that even though it was It looks on the surface just like random events happening. Um, Underlying it all, there is this divine hand that is guiding the events. And that is what, um, what enables the Jewish people to be saved, for us to move from grave danger to salvation. And it's also the spiritual journey of the Jewish people, because at the beginning of the Megillah, Jewish people were pretty much very disconnected from Hashem and from the Torah they kind of lost their ways and by the end they've reaffirmed their faith and they feel so much more connected Um, and so that is the journey that takes place um, in the story of the Megillah and when you take a step back and you look at it um, overall you see that Hashem's name doesn't have to be written in it because Hashem's name is in every word. Hashem's name is in every part of the story. It's just you have to put a little bit of, of effort in and read between the lines and you see, um, that Hashem was there all along. Um, and so this, uh, holiday of Purim chronologically, it together with Hanukkah, um, those two, those two festivals take place uh, much later on chronologically than the other festivals that we, st- that we celebrate. So, for example, the, um, the next festival that's coming up is Pesach, Passover. And that is set um, thousands of years ago when the Jews are leaving Egypt. And there you had these open miracles, you know, the 10 plagues, the splitting of the sea. So it took place in a much earlier time period. And um, the Jewish people's experience of hashem was very different because in the passover story it's very explicit that hashem is there hashem speaks to moses and tells him to take the jewish people out hashem says there's going to be plagues and guess what there are plagues and the sea splits, crazy open miracles um and that's like that story takes place really at the birth of the jewish people it was that story that kind of made the jewish people like it changed them from being just, you know, a, a family or, or a tribe into being an actual nation. And that's when, um, that's when we became the Jewish people. So it's the birth of our nation. And so at that point in history, we see open miracles. Hashem is truly there. You can't argue with that. But contrast that with the story of Purim, which takes place, um, many years later. Where, as I said, in the Megillah, there's no explicit mention of Hashem and you have to go out of your way to find him. There's no open miracles. Everything is just like, oh, yeah, wow. Would you look at that? Look how that happened so that that happens So that, that happened. And hey, guess what? Look, we're saved. Right. It's a completely different mindset. It's a completely different um, way of connecting. And the way of connecting that we find in the prim story is really a lot um A lot more similar to our way of connecting to Hashem nowadays. So really, the story of Purim and the the whole holiday is very modern in that sense, because we don't have open miracles nowadays, right? I mean, maybe it would be nice if, (laughs) if we could just see these open miracles and really know without a shadow of a doubt. That um hashem is here, and we're on the right track we have no we have no like crystal clear prophecy right now, no one speak god doesn't speak to people I mean yes, you will find like uh random people uh from different religions who will say that they're prophets and that God spoke to them but um really i can't uh i can't vouch for any of that and, and um i don't really think that <laughs> that God is speaking to them in the way that they are saying. Um, but so we, we don't have that level of absolute clarity. And all we do have is this um, is this knowledge that Hashem is here and that it's our job to try and find him. And so that, um, that's, what, that's what happened in the perm story. And um, that's what the Jewish people were called upon to do then. And it's what we're called upon to do right now and um if you think about it uh what do we what's like one of the things we do on perim we dress up right and we wear masks and we kind of conceal our true identity this is uh what i'm telling you now is something that i heard from rabbi tatz in a book called world mask which i think we have and if anyone wants to borrow it you may as long as it's not in circulation at the moment so um rabbi tatz says Imagine you go to a fancy dress party, a Purim party, let's say, and there's someone who comes up to you who's wearing a mask and you can't tell who it is. And this person is waving their face in front of you and doing all sorts of things and covering your eyes and etc. You, you have no idea who it is. And the whole point of this game that the person is playing with you is that you're supposed to work out who is this person. This person is trying to connect with you and it's your job to figure out who it is beneath the mask so um you look because you can't actually see them you have to look at different clues you have to look at what are how is this person behaving how does this person move what is this person saying like you look at everything else and then you put the you put the pieces together and you realize who it is and you're like hey it's you Tim (laughs) and then The game's over because you found out who it is. And Tim takes off his mask and there he is. And that's the whole point of the game, that you would establish this connection. So um, on a much deeper level, Rabbi Tat says that that is what this world is like. This world is like the mask for Hashem. Hashem is wearing a mask. And that's the world we find ourselves in. We find ourselves in a world where Hashem is hidden he's not he's not openly performing miracles he's not openly speaking to people and saying hi this is me and this is what you need to do um, he's wearing a mask and it's our job to try and find him and to try and reveal him in the world so um, we have different ways to do this we have the Torah which guides us and you know teaches us how to how to live and how to connect with Hashem and we also have uh, the ability to just look, look at our lives and to find the good that's hidden in perhaps difficult situations. And if we, if we um, really take to this uh, way of being and we practice it and we do it every day, you really do begin to see Hashem in every part of your life. And then you see like that's the whole point that's why Hashem hides himself because it's one thing if he if Hashem reveals himself openly to you so then you're not really doing anything for the relationship it's very one-sided right and um and so it's nice and you have a connection but it's all coming in the direction of Hashem to you so when Hashem hides himself, he gives us the ability to go out and to find him. So then um, the relationship becomes more two way. It's more it's more give and take, and that makes for a deeper relationship. The reason why at the beginning of the birth of the Jewish nation in the Passover story, the reason why Hashem was so revealed then and so explicit with all the miracles and the prophecies was because at that point in time, we as the Jewish people were babies right we had we had no we had no experience of spirituality in the world and Hashem just like a parent is not gonna like I'm not gonna um you know put food out for my baby and on the table and she's in a different room and I'll just say to her hey Molly like dinner's ready come get it right (laughs) because she can't walk yet and (laughs) she can't necessarily understand those instructions or anything. I have to do everything for her because she's a baby, right? So I have to bring the food to her. Put her in the high chair. I have to spoon feed it to her because that's what she needs right now. That's what she's capable of right now. But she's gonna get older, please God, and she's gonna get to that stage where she can get it herself. But not yet. So in the same way, when we were spiritual babies in the Passover story, Hashem had to be like, "Hey guys, this is me. Here are the miracles. Here's the prophecy," because that's, um, that's what we could handle. That time we needed that. But fast forward. Um, many many generations to the time of the Perm story Hashem hides himself because now it's our turn now we're at the level where we can seek Hashem out and we can find him and and when we do that the relationship is so much deeper because we've put ourselves into it so um that's that's what the work of the Perm story was for the Jewish people and that's the work that we have to do now that's our job our in our whole life our whole lives we are supposed to be just finding Hashem wherever we can learning from our experiences reaching out to him talking to him praying learning Torah which is really learning like the words that Hashem has left for for us and delving deeper into them and in that way, we can connect to him. There's all these ways that we have the ability to to build the relationship. And that's what makes the relationship so much deeper. Um, and they say that uh, when Mashiach comes, the messianic time, what what is that really? That's going to be a time when. Hashem is fully revealed in the world there are no more questions there's no more doubts there's no more oh yeah I think so but I'm not sure no it's going to be absolute clarity like what we had um, back in the time of the Passover story but it's going to be even better in a way because we worked so hard for it because it's going to be that time when we have all we've all done our job of seeking Hashem out when he's hidden so much so That it's like that time when you realize, Oh, Tim, it's you behind the mask. And Tim takes the mask off. That's what it's going to be like when Mashiach comes. We're going to, we are going to have spent these thousands of years as a Jewish people, each one of us in every generation, each life working and learning and trying to get that relationship. All of that is going to accumulate and it's going to be like, Oh, Hashem, it's you. You're really there. And then once we've all, once we've all reached that critical mass of 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 realization and connection and being able to do that, so then what what happens? Hashem can take off the mask, and then he can be real with us. and, we, and He can be like, yeah, this is me. And um, honestly, I don't know what it's actually going to be like when Mashiach comes. Um, you know, I'm just a human being, but I do know that that is. That is the mechanism of how we get there. And that's what it's going to be like that the mosque is revealed. And please God, that is going to come really soon. Uh But we all have to do our bit. We all have to do this spiritual work. And it doesn't matter what kind of background you're coming from, whether you're religious or not religious, you know, um whether you're into this kind of thing or not, whatever, everyone on their own level has has their own piece of the puzzle to to fill in has their own job and their own work to do and it's all part of it so we're all in this together trying to um trying to bring more spiritual awareness to the world trying to find Hashem in the darkness when he's hidden and um that's that's the roadmap to getting to Mashiach and so that is what i that's all I wanted to say for today, uh but I hope that I can um do more of these recordings. A lot of it depends on you know how much time I have without some little people asking me for things right now I'm like uh, locked in my closet while the baby's sleeping, <laughs> but I do really want to do this again and um, so yeah, like I said, please send me in um different like you can send me in like links of things that you want me to talk about and, um or just ideas or your thoughts. I would love to hear them, and please add your friends to the group, and I hope that I will be doing this again soon, and also if anyone is um uh you know really bored at home and wants to um do more in-depth learning. I'm also available at some points during the day. We can do a phone schmooze because we're not able to meet at Starbucks in person. Uh so just let me know I am here, um, at least online. And I wish you guys all the best and let's all keep um staying calm and also governing Tashem that this virus is gonna pass very quickly and not harm not harm people just keep everyone safe everyone in the whole world and that we should all learn and grow from it and turn it around turn this bad situation into something um something good that we that we've all become better people from it see you later